Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. This morning, briefly, I want to be looking at the Savior's prosperity. Everybody say the Savior's prosperity. And I'll be taking your mind along things that maybe we normally don't think about. The Savior's prosperity. The Savior's prosperity. Why should the Savior prosper? We must all understand that everybody's a Savior. But if you have to be a proper savior, you become a savior to your house first. Tell somebody, save yourself and your house first. Now, there's no point in saving, your, saving the whole world when you haven't saved your house. You have to save your house. Your wife, your children, your husband. And if you don't have husband or wife, you have an extended family. You owe them a responsibility. You have to save them. A savior is a good man or woman. And he or she saves his or her family. Nobody will save your family for you. Rahab said, when you come and take over the city, remember my family. The Bible said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and die your house very important your wife your children look at what the bible says about a good man look at what the bible says about a good man a good man leaveth an inheritance for his children's children but the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just for those of you that live in bogatanga i've been telling you every time and people i'm not a child i'm not a child i have been in this city I've been here. From 1972, I started living here. It is rare in the city in which I live for a man to leave inheritance for your children and your children's children. And that's why normally when I see people who are like they are rich, they are money, they are prosperous, I tell them, hey, be very careful. This is Borga. This is Upper East we are dealing with. This is Ghana. This is Africa. You can be a rich man, a prosperous man, successful man, spiritual man. Your biggest challenge will be how to transfer that thing to your children. I'm talking about the Savior's prosperity this morning. Prosperity which is not transferable is perishable. Prosperity, which is not transferable, is a perishable commodity. And I could go on and on and on. It, it happens to our politicians. Happens to religious people. Everywhere you see it. Everywhere you see it. So I tell people, they're noisy. Listen to me. The most prosperous people in Borga. 30 years ago, you don't hear their name or their children. 20 years ago, you don't hear their name and their children. 10 years ago, 
maybe you don't hear their name and their children. What makes you think your story will be different? <laughs> the biggest deception in a man's life is when you are alive. But listen to me. A man is nothing unless you, there are structures that have been built around you for you to be remembered in the future. And that's because, as for today, you are alive, but tomorrow you'll be dead, no matter who you are. Every one of us is a funeral in waiting. If you don't know that, you are a funeral in waiting. You are a funeral at the bus stop, waiting to be conducted. So all the noise we make, and I'm this, and I'm that, and I'm that. You are nobody, you are a funeral. Am I talking to somebody? A good man leaveth an inheritance for his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. So, as for the sinner, he lays up a lot of wealth, and the just will go and take it. Huh? I want to just give you two quick examples, two quick examples, because I don't want to spend too much time. Um, let me tell you this There are two reasons why You need to leave an inheritance for your children One of them is when you have children of destiny There are times you can see your children And you can tell That these children have got a destiny And every parent You want to make life easier For your children After you are dead and gone after you are dead and gone, you want to make life easier for your children. You don't want them to struggle the way you struggled. You don't want them to go through the pain you went through. So here is a man by the name of David. And David has a son called Solomon. And Solomon is a child of destiny. This man is supposed to rule Israel at the, at the tongue, tender age. He's supposed to build a temple he saw, because David wants to build a temple and God said you cannot build a temple because your hands are soiled with blood but your son Solomon he will build me the temple so furthermore David the king said unto all the congregation Solomon my son whom alone God has chosen he is yet young and tender and the work is great for the palace is not for man but it is for the Lord God now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God gold for the things of gold silver for the things of silver I, I like this verse 2 is my verse I have prepared with all my might with all my might I have prepared with all my might gold for the things of gold and silver for the things of silver brass for the things of brass iron for the things of iron wood for the things of wood onyx stones and stones to be set and glistering stones and diverse colors and all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance now watch this one the only thing that the main thing that comes to my spirit is i have prepared with all my might where I had to pray, I prayed. Where I had to study, I studied. 
Where I had to discipline myself, I disciplined myself. Where I had to be anointed, I anointed myself. Where I had to make sacrifices, I made sacrifices. Why? Because I am a son of destiny. Lazy man, you know what you are doing? You are preparing your children to be punished. Because these children are going to struggle. They are going to inherit a church which is weak. A ministry which is weak. They are going to inherit a ministry without infrastructure. They are going to inherit a ministry that has no future, no tangibility. He said, I am prepared with all my might. People ask me sometimes, don't you get tired? I cannot get tired when I have children of destiny. With all my might, I will have to prepare something. I told you, I live in a town where I have seen people did well. And after they died, that was the end of it. And a few things happened to the children. Either they died. No, no, no. Yeah. Children of prominent people. Very powerful people. They just pass. And you don't know what happened. Some wind. Some spirit. Something from somewhere. Will just attack them. Because there's a spirit of wickedness in the air. That doesn't want the children of a good man to inherit it. Sometimes these spirits will attack some of the children and the children will get mental problems. I have seen many well-to-do people and their children, something just hit the brain and all the people will say in the society is that they use their children for a ritual. You see, they are not even thinking that this person, the devil attacked their children. Some of the children to become wayward. Everything their parents create, they will use it to smoke weed, chase women, destroy everything that the, the father has labored to create. Some of the children to go to school, they will fail one exam after the other. They are just failing. Some of the parents do get confused. They look after everybody apart from their own children. Listen, I break that curse over your life. I break that curse over your life. And this morning, we are going to contend for our children. And for our children's children, for the future generation, we are leaving behind. Listen, we scarcely talk about them, but your existence is meaningless without you thinking about your children because you yourself like I said you are a funeral in waiting I was talking with my brother Dr. Ambiakofi yesterday I said doc we're in the office I said doc we are doing well but I want to find out from you what are we doing about our biological children we brought, it, we brought them into the world though we owe them a responsibility because everybody will be looking after their own children but the pastor when you attempt to look after your own child a little and encourage your own child a little they say oh now they've turned the ministry into family business 
they want you to look after everybody apart from your own but this morning i declare the devil is a liar you will go back and take care of your own your own children will prosper i declare a blessing upon your children because you are a good man a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children and i believe that this children's children is talking about biological children and biological children's children now you can leave an inheritance for your spiritual children that is good but don't neglect your own you, 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 you brought them into the world so you can see parents who don't take care of them, who don't think about their children at all they tell them it's unto the lord everything we are doing is for god daddy what about me you brought me into the world what about me Where's my inheritance? Where, where? So who should take care of me? Who should think about me? Huh? I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God. All my might. A decree concerning your children. This morning we are going to contend for them. You know, these children are looking at a father or a mother who is a superman, but the person scarcely thinks about them. Biological children, spiritual children. I told Dr. Mbiakofi, I said, both our spiritual children and our biological children, there is a battle we must fight for them. Otherwise, after we are dead and gone, they are going to struggle. Listen, I live the future today. I don't wait for the future to come. I take future and I turn it to present tense. I'm standing, listen, the reason why you stand the way you are standing and your eyes are not at your feet is that God wants you to see far. Otherwise, you would have put your eyes at your feet. If God wanted you to be thinking about only tomorrow, only today, your eyes would have been on your legs. But God put your eyes on your highest point because he wants you to see afar. So I challenge you today, lift up your eyes and see. I have prepared with all my might. I am the child of destiny coming. I must prepare with all my might. Lazy man, get up. Unthinking man, get up. Na ube woo. Foolish man, get up. Do something with all your might. Stop sinning. Stop running after those small, small girls. They are taking you nowhere. The money you are giving to those small, small girls, invest it. Build a heart. One day you will die and you cannot sleep with a woman. You cannot sleep with a man. So stop the sinning now because you have the future to handle. You have slept with your wife enough to produce children. Now retire from sleeping with you with, with woman. 
and take care of the children you have produced. Am I preaching? Am I preaching? With all my might, why don't you drink, my children? Why don't you fornicate, my children? Why don't you commit adultery, my children? Why are you fasting and praying, my children? I must live a disciplined life because of the children I have brought into the world. And number two, I don't want to set a bad example for them to follow. I have prepared with all my might. All my might. Mama, I know you like poverty, but your children don't like it. I have prepared with all my might. He's building here, he's building here, building here, building here. This man should slow down. No, I have children to think about. And the reason we don't take bank loan to build any of this, there's no bank loan on any of these projects. Why? I vowed not to leave a loan for my children to pay. I don't want Pastor Mike to pay a loan. So I said, I will not borrow to do any of these projects. I will trust God. Am I preaching to somebody at all? This is David. Remember this statement forever. I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God. He didn't say for the house of Solomon's God. He said for the house of my God. <laughs> I could preach that my God for the next. That means I know God more than Solomon knows God. You know what, baby? The reason you are that careless is because the God I know, you don't know him. That is why Paul told the Philippians, my God shall supply all your need. You are people with need. I am a man of God. My God shall supply all my need. You may pretend that you know God the way I do, but you don't. You don't. You are thinking about yourself. I'm thinking about my God. You are thinking about your family. I'm thinking about my God. You are thinking about your calling. I'm thinking about my God. I am a May God touch somebody's life. I see you prepare with all your mind, with all your might, and with all your money. Come and clap your hands and scream like your voice is you. Now, the Savior must prosper because of your children's destiny. Number two. The Savior must prosper because you have children of disadvantage. So you see, there's children of destiny and there's children of disadvantage. Vulnerable children. Vulnerable children. But you know what? I kill myself because I know I have vulnerable children. Children of disadvantage. I know I'm doing a church in a place called Bogatanga. Upper East region. 
and the upper is region of Bogatanga. It's not one of the places the government in Jubilee House sits down and think about every day. We are vulnerable. We are vulnerable because look at the kind of threats around us, even security threats. And I will not go into that. We are vulnerable. We have one rainy season. And it's very short. Our region is vulnerable because it is far away from the international airport in Ghana. And it's far away from the travel port. Our region is vulnerable in the sense that the educational gap between the south and the north is very wide. The region is vulnerable. The heat is vulnerable. The rural urban migration. Because even the people from the region don't want to live here. They want to move to the south. Vulnerable. High illiteracy rate. Vulnerability. High food insecurity. Vulnerability. And when you grow up in a place like that, you must push. You must push. Listen, you must live your life like a dead man. No, 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 people. I'm not crazy. I tell you guys, I'm not an intelligent man. But by the grace of God, I'm very discerning. I sit down. I look at things. I consider everything around me and I take my decisions. And one of the things I decided is that I don't live in Accra and I don't live in Kumasi. This is Bogatanga. This is Boga. This is the upper East region. When something hits me and it's very painful, instead of lying down and crying, I have vulnerable children in a vulnerable region. I cannot cry like normal people cry. Oh, the other day, I saw a mad woman breastfeeding a child and i asked myself why is a mad woman who is vulnerable feeding a child mad woman who is vulnerable is feeding a child because the child is more vulnerable when you see anybody who is using their pain as an excuse to do nothing it is because they don't know how vulnerable their children are <laughs> when our family was hit by crisis I told mommy, I said, Pearl, let's move along. And I told her, Pearl, I will not cry like a normal person would do. Because you know what? I have sons to take care of. And I have you to take care of. I will not lie on the ground. And from day one, by the grace of God, God's grace kept me on my feet up till today and I'm moving about and my heart is not faint my mind has not given up my body is not sagging and I came to tell somebody be a man because what is in front of you is so much that you cannot lie down and cry listen you are forbidden to react to crisis the way a normal person will react to crisis. I can tell you if a bus is driving from Borga to Tamale and there's a gun shootout and they shoot the driver's right hand. If the driver is a proper driver, he will continue driving with the left. 
because he knows that all the passengers their lives are in his hands but if he's a lazy man when they shoot the right hand he will lift up the other hand and start shouting mommy okay so lazy man you don't know what you are carrying am i preaching the savior's prosperity children of disadvantage there was a man called Zelophehad in the bible i think you know his story people have used him to preach about they've used him to preach about women but today i want to talk about the man and then i'll talk about the women Zelophehad of the tribe of manasseh he had five daughters that word Zelophehad means a shadow of fear the man lived in the wilderness and the whole wilderness was full of fear and so he too was caught up in the fear the daughters of Zelophehad the man had five daughters and he didn't have sons so his daughters were vulnerable all of us we are dealing with children who are vulnerable many uh, for those of you who are pastors let me tell you this many years ago pastors children were not doing well in fact they used to say pastors children are bad children they smoke weed they chase girls they do this they do that they do that so people wrote of pastors children today if you are a pastor and you are raising your children up in the church when you want them to sing a song the people say why why has a pastor's son or daughter taking over the whole choir when you send them to go and lead prayer meeting yeah now the pastor's son has hijacked the church it has now become family and friends business i can tell you ladies and gentlemen there is a silent conspiracy to ostracize pastor's children from the churches and their only crime is that they are a pastor's child the children of pastors are very vulnerable and sometimes people the hatred people have for them the pastor's child is trying to take over the church he's trying to take over the ministry I'm not saying pastors' children should take over the ministry, but they should not also be disqualified simply because they are pastors' child. Amen. Now, so my own is this: if I'm looking after your children, but I should not train up my own and raise up my own, who will do it for them? Who will do it for them? If I will not encourage them, who will do it for them? especially they are good children who have got a future Zelophehad his daughters huh? the Bible said and the daughters of Zelophehad the son of Hephah the son of Gilead and of Gilead and of Micaiah 
and the son of Manasseh. Of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. And these are the names of his daughters. Mal, Malah, Noah, some said Noah, Hogla, Milka, Teza. They stood before Moses and before Eleazar the priest and before the princess and all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And this is what they said. Our father died in the wilderness and he was not in the company of the people who guarded themselves against the Lord in the company of Korah. But he died in his own sin and had no sons. Stay here. Mm. We don't talk about this man. We don't talk about the man. We don't talk about the man. But the man did something. He, he lived in fear because of maybe his own sins. But he did not join Korah. I pray that in all the life you live, may your father never join some rebels. There are a lot of rebels in the kingdom of God. A lot of Korah that are fighting against institutionals, institutionalized and established authority of God. Pray that your father will never be caught up in rebellion. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com God bless you richly.